lemons. Hmm. Like the saying goes, when life throws lemons at you, you make lemonades. <laughs> but um, it's it's always so easier said than done. And I know a lot of us have had tons of lemons thrown at us from life. And like the lemma we see, we have seen a lot of shaggy. So much shaggy, like shaggy, dambanza, dambuba, that kind of shaggy. And um, yeah. Um, it's how to get up from that shaggy and try to move like we say we move so um basically we all have been through shaggy i've been through a lot of shaggy but i think um i've been able to just dust my feet brush my legs and move on from all those shaggies but i think there's a shaggy that just stood out from all the shaggies and the truth is no one prepares you for this no one prepares you for it you know um i'm 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 lucky that i had loved ones to help me get through it um i can't really say i've actually gotten over it 100% but i've passed the first phase of crying being so sad, thinking, and all of that. So I think I'm in the next phase now. <laughs> so yeah, <clears throat> nobody prepares you for this. Um, you know how japa 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 now, and it's like, hey, okay, yeah, let's go get a master's degree in tech, because um, I I was in a career path of supply chain, inventory, administration, and all of that. And then, and then last year I discovered that um, no, twenty twenty one, I discovered that I had I had passion for design, you know. And I said, okay, why don't you just get this? And then I switched to design, took a lot of courses in user experience design and all of that. I'm like, okay, yeah, <clears throat> I think I want to just go do a master's degree for this. And, um, you know, while looking for schools, I was like, oh, well, UK is expensive. You all know how UK is expensive. Okay, so let me just not go to UK. I mean, my sister, my sister is in the UK. My sisters are in the UK. So, and, well, but let me just, let me just go do something. Let me just go somewhere different, you know, and somewhere that's kind of really, it's kind of affordable that I can afford, you know, and I won't be under so much pressure when I see the remaining tuition fee that I'm supposed to pay. So that was how I taught my shaggy. <laughs> and then I applied for somewhere that was in the UK and having to go through all the stress of the application alone like the series of stress i had to go through financial mental emotional stress just to 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 pass all the criteria that the the said embassy needed it was a lot i mean it was a lot it was draining mentally financially everything early it was so draining 
but I passed through all that stress and then you know got all the documents sets everything and then applied you know and you know with this whole this whole confidence that hey you are going there to study and i was just thinking oh that it's it will be the same way as the uk you're going there to study they could just give you first of all they don't do priority like the uk it, 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 their their um visa processing time takes one month plus and this was, i realized i wasn't like the uk and i realized oh that's why a lot of people go to the uk you know that's why people go to the uk i'm like she actually have not had gone to the uk but i was like okay I mean, we've already applied, so let's just wait. The waiting period was intense. It was a lot because I heard that they would call you, you know, and I'm like, okay. And, um, you know, having that confidence that you're going to go, you're going to get it because you're going in for school, you've presented all your documents and it. And then, you know, I sold basically all my property. I can't even begin to name the things I sold. I sold basically my properties in my house, down to my personal belongings. I sold a lot of my clothes, a lot of my shoes. I sold everything, basically everything, you know, just in order to avoid carrying a lot of load, you know. So my 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 luggages would weigh the twenty three kg each and all of that. So you can imagine, you can when I'm painting this picture, you can imagine the things I sold. Sold everything, even got someone to take my house. You know, the person paid to my landlord. Uh, it was just, I was just in that waiting period to get the call, go to the embassy, pick up my passport, and then travel. And we had already bought an open ticket down, you know. And then it got delayed to one month, two weeks. And even with that, and my school had already started, and I had to keep updating my school. And my school too was a useless school. You know, like UK schools, they would they would you know interfere, follow you through the whole US. Um, the whole visa process and all of that. My school was just useless. They could not interfere. They said they don't interfere. You know, the role of all those things. Yeah. So, and then that's how the day finally came that I got a call. And it was when I got to the embassy that I realized that it'd be like, say, people where they call, they know they give them. They do where they email that they give them. Because I got to, but then I saw some people that they called and they gave them. And I saw some people that they called and they didn't give them. And I saw some people that they emailed and they gave them. So this thing's just, I guess it's just, it's just, you know, a, a, a double something and um so i got there i got a call and i got there and i was denied the visa i can't begin to tell you how i was feeling in that moment nobody prepares you nothing prepares you for this trust me nothing prepares you nothing prepares you for this kind of shaking and um I didn't know what to do. You know, I just I took it to the letter, I took my passport, my documents, and I just left. I called my siblings, people who I to call and my friend, my friend followed me to the embassy. So she was waiting outside for me, expecting the good news, and I just told her she thought I was joking. I was like, we started working. I was like, I'm not joking, I'm serious. I won't joke this kind of a thing. You know, and then I saw the letter and the letter was saying the veracity of my claim is not known, which means you don't believe I'm a student, I'm going to study. And I'm like what sort of reason is this? Because if you're giving me a reason that my money was not enough for my accommodation or something, that would... Because you had my documents for one month, two weeks. 
which means you did not do your verification. You didn't reach out to my school because at some point I asked my school if they reached out to them and said they didn't get any reach out from the embassy. So you didn't reach out to my school to find out if I'm a student. You didn't do your due diligence. You didn't verify. So how then do you did you come to the conclusion that I'm not a student? With all the documents that I submitted, all the requested documents I submitted, so how did you get to this? And I'm like, you know, and they said appeal and all of that stuff. And I was devastated. I was shattered. And I started thinking about everything I had sold. I know they say all of these things, you can always get them back. But, hey, you know, I'm in the moment. And everything is always easier said than done. You would feel it for these things. I started thinking about my belongings I've sold, everything, you know, thinking about how I had to start over again. I had to start, you know, gathering all these things again, thinking about, just thinking about a lot of things. I just broke down and, you know, I just didn't know how to pick myself up. I didn't know how to start. And um, I had to refund the money that the girl had already paid for the house. And, you know, just... It was a lot, really, and nothing ever prepares you for this, really. nothing, you know, and um, I just needed to get through this, and I'm lucky that I had the support of loved ones, you know, and then I discovered Spotify um, podcasting, and I was like, okay, even if for the first few months or years i might be talking to myself you know nobody probably listened to this or something but this actually is a therapy and which is helping me talk about it you know and talking about it really helps you know the days after i got the um, the denial it was hard it was really hard it took me days to even unpack my my box and while unpacking i was crying you know and I didn't know how to start, where to start from, how to just start gathering myself and move on. It was hard, you know, but I think basically what got me through that phase was the fact that I had loved ones who were here for me and it helped. And now I'm talking about it. I can actually talk about it and um, from packed, um, job hunting again, you know, trying to get a job to survive and yeah. But um, these are life experiences and these are life shakes you experience. And But like you say, we move, right? So, um, yeah, maybe someday someone who has gone through the same thing as I have would listen to this and do it. This would make you feel better. This would make you feel like you're not alone. That, yeah, someone has actually gone through what I've gone through. Trust me, it is not, it is not a good experience. But yeah, we move. <laughs> Lone body signing out.